0: Welcome to our first ever, candidly with coffee, coffee break.
1: Yep. First one. Yay, coffee break. We,
0: our first coffee break. Cheers. Crazy. So what the heck is a coffee break?
1: Three years Right?
0: Eight. What is it? Do we want to explain? explain? So coffee break is going to be a series of shorter episodes. So shorter, candidly with coffee episodes that are really topic specific or a hot topic yeah. that happens, something that like we can't wait until the next episode of Candidly with coffee, you will be able to listen to the coffee breaks on Apple podcasts, wherever you hear your podcasts and it will have coffee break in the title. So, you know, it's a shorter episode or you can also watch it on YouTube, YouTube. So YouTube. we are so excited to be, bringing coffee breaks to you guys. We'll try to do them, you know, as often as possible. Um, but at least once a week, maybe more. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how you guys like it. And let us know what you want the coffee break to be. What topic, what hot topic, what celebrity topic, what you know, diet myth, What? Yeah, myth, whatever you want. Anything. Comment on this video because you could be, you know, picking our next coffee break topic. So... Without further ado, today we're going to talk about three super common myths. Um, first of all, which milk is better? Plant-based milks, cow's milk. We're going to talk about fresh or frozen veggies and a little bit about gluten-free stuff. So let's go ahead and get right into it since it is a coffee break, so I can't ramble on for Shoot. days. go ahead. Okay. Have you guys not heard forever or it's been trendy for a while that like not to drink cow's milk? Yes. Oat right
1: milk almond milk soy milk. milk was popular soy for milk. a while.
0: Almond milk is trendy. Mm-hmm. That's just it, you guys. trendy, keep that in mind, so where did that come about? <clears throat> Why did we you know get afraid to start you know to continue drinking cow's milk? It really came about because the you know the food guidelines and studies showed that consuming too much saturated fat was leading to cardiovascular disease and so since full fat milk is high in saturated fat the you know we were kind of told hey you know what lay off on the saturated fats no more than 10 percent of your total daily calorie should yes. come from saturated fats so because of that milk and full fat dairy also at the same time became kind of vilified so people stopped drinking uh-huh. it but recent studies have actually shown that um saturated fat doesn't necessarily increase your risk of heart disease when, you know, your overall weight is controlled and yes. calories are controlled, etc. cetera. So that has been kind of shifted, you know, been shifting, but still people are ordering the oat milks, the almond milk. So which one is better for you? So I kind of did a deep dive into milks. Okay. Honestly, I, I, it's hard to say which one is better or not. I think the most important thing is it's a personal decision. Yes. What do you like better? Now, whole milk is nutrient dense, but it's also calorie dense. Yep. So something to keep in mind. But if you enjoy milk over plant-based milks and you're watching your calories, you could still go with a skim milk or a fat-free milk it's still going to have a lot of nutrients. The benefits of milk is it's fortified with, it's not fortified, it's naturally occurring calcium. So yes. it's easier for your body to absorb it. You're going to get those <laughs> calcium benefits, whereas plant-based milks are fortified with calcium, meaning they're adding it in because it doesn't, it's not naturally occurring. Yeah. But still, you're still going to get some of those benefits. Um, but the, to me, the big plus with milk is protein. Protein. it's got protein that's
1: true protein but you, you know what though i thought milk also got vilified because of sugar It has a lot of sugar well doing
0: so uh, carbs and sugar yes okay carbs and sugar and because it's equal right um mm-hmm. and then yeah people started going for the lower carb again because of the <clears throat> the trends in weight loss the trends in diets um but at the end of the day there are benefits and cons to any milk you choose so but i don't want people to feel like they need to have almond milk because it's healthier oat milk because it's healthier because it really is not most of the almond milks and the oat milks and those things are fortified with additional vitamins that that they don't naturally have Um, milk is fortified with vitamins that it doesn't naturally have. You can find good milk brands. I actually found a milk brand that I haven't tried, but I want to try, Fairlife, because not only do they fortify their milk with vitamin D and vitamin A, they also fortify it with um, omega-3s. And omega-3s are an essential fatty acid. Yes that we need to consume. Americans or people in general do not consume enough omega-3 fatty acids, which is like healthy fats, fatty fish, things like that. also
1: good for anti-inflammatory like myself. My shoulders are always like bothering me. Yes,
0: yes. So long story short, pick the milk that you like the best. You know, get a good brand that's fortified with additional nutrients, but do not feel that you can't have milk. Now, if you are lactose intolerant and milk makes you sick, Obviously that's another thing. Yes. If you in general, if there's something that your body is telling you, "Hey, I don't tolerate this, don't eat it." Stop no. giving it to your body if you're not tolerating it. Listen to your body. But me personally, I like milk. I'd pers- I'd prefer like a a skim milk because I want to pay attention to those calories, but I love the added benefit of having protein in the milk, even that's in the true. skim milk. It doesn't negate the protein right. it just no, reduces it the fat and it reduces the calories so i'm gonna get myself some fair life personally don't
1: they got a milk out there called lactate where they pull the lactose out of it for people yes. who are like myself or yes. kind of sensitive to-
0: yes okay yeah so that's also an option again it yeah. <clears throat> just there's so many options yeah. but don't feel like you have to gravitate towards one or the other because it's sounds healthier yes that's that's, true. that's the biggest problem okay so the next one is Fresh or frozen veggies, which are more nutrient dense? Haven't you always heard that you should have fresh veggies, that frozen veggies don't, they're not nutritious? Yes, I have. Yeah, it's actually, that's not true. It's a myth. Really? Yeah, there's been many studies and I'll actually put up on the screen um, the the study that I'm referring to, but there's been a study that flash frozen vegetables- actually are their nutrients and the nutrient content is preserved. I was going to say because of cold. It's preserved whereas fresh veggies that are sitting on a truck going going cross country, various temperatures could actually be depleted of of nutrients. Yep. So don't worry about feeling like you always have to have fresh veggies. Go ahead and get the frozen vegetable bags. You're going to get nutrients in there.
1: How that's a cool People are going to be debunked by this. I'm yeah, like, oh, I always a, thought. Yeah, assumption. See, it's always the assumption. It's
0: just we assume. We hear something yes. for so long we that we it. just believe it to be true. We do. You know? So don't worry about it. Plus, it's another one of those things. Frozen vegetables are cheaper they a are. lot of times. That's true. Um, And just easier to keep, easier to have. Don't you find that um your vegetables go bad because you don't end up eating that many vegetables that weekend so you end up spending more money and they you throw them out frozen vegetables are much more convenient they can be added into smoothies and shakes and you don't even taste them and now you're getting the extra benefits so don't worry about having to get your vegetables fresh (laughs) all right i know you love vegetables not really but maybe frozen is is better maybe. like throw it in a shake
1: depends what it is
0: you are not a veggie person at all nah
1: not really certain onions i don't know what do i like i don't know i'm not you, you guys like brussels the
0: other the something? other thing about vegetables Brown. so the other myth is um raw or heated wait raw or heated or I mean I'm sorry raw or cooked. Yes, there's always raw been Raw or debate. cooked. So not now separate from the fresh frozen, it's raw or cooked. Some some nutrients are more easily um absorbed by our body when they're cooked. Mm-hmm. Out of uh, of so that's a myth cuz people automatically assume the fresher mm-hmm. fresh raw vegetables are actually more nutrient dense. Yes. Um but some can be cooked out. So that one is kind of like a 50/50. Uh-huh. Maybe the I think that the best option here is do both. Don't yeah. always cook your veggies. Like have a nice big salad and a, and have raw veggies sometimes, and then also cook them. You're gonna get the most variety of nutrients that way.
1: Ah, this is cool, man. Busting these myths.
0: What do you prefer, raw or cooked vegetables? It depends. Salad, raw. So, but what like like mushrooms? you like raw mushrooms? I like raw mushrooms. I do.
1: I yeah. do. I like them both though. But so I like them both. Yeah. So
0: I guess that's the, the moral of the story is do both. And yeah. then you're going to get, you know, you're mm-hmm. going to get all your nutrients. Okay. And the last one, I think we've talked about this before, but why not talk about it again? Is gluten-free healthier? Here we go. Is what do you gluten-free think?
1: gluten-free healthier? I'm going to say no.
0: It's not. Gluten-free is not healthier. It's become trendy and the pers- the presumption is that it's healthier. So when we see something on a menu or on a box or whatever, we're more we gravitate to it if it says gluten-free because we automatically think it's going to make us skinny or it's healthier, it's good for us. There's absolutely no reason to avoid gluten unless you have an intolerance to gluten. Exactly. <laughs> and about one percent of the population has an actual disease called celiac disease that's a true intolerance, like your body has an immune response. It's very uncomfortable, very unpleasant. You should avoid gluten if you have celiacs. Uh, there's an additional up to thirteen percent of the population that can experience um, gluten intolerance, but they don't actually have celiac disease. You should also probably avoid gluten, but if you do not, have those intolerances there's no reason to avoid gluten and people that are avoiding it because they think it's healthier are actually missing out on a lot of nutrients especially fiber and and you
1: said something before we talked about not to go back but your body doesn't know the difference whether it's gluten or gluten
0: free Well it does if you're it, intolerant if you're intolerable if you right. have a, a sickness Right if you're intolerant that, that to it it'll know and it'll tell you But if you don't and I think it's just people... My point is if you don't. Right. Correct? If you don't doesn't, if you don't, well it, it will know the difference of the fact that it's not getting fiber because mm-hmm. if you're avoiding gluten, you're not getting enough fiber in your diet. It's very hard to hit your fiber targets if you're avoiding gluten because yeah. that's where I get my fiber. I reach for the whole wheat breads and the the whole grain tortillas so that I can get my fiber. Yep. But if you're gluten intolerant, you avoid those. You don't get the fiber in your food. Fiber is really, really important. Yeah. For women, we should be getting 25 to 35 grams of fiber a day. For men, 30 to 35 grams. Damn. And if you're trying to be gluten-free because you think it's healthier, you're not going to get your fiber in, yeah. and it's really important. But I think another thing, and I want to leave you guys guys with this, don't automatically just assume when you eat something, if it makes you not feel good, that, oh, I must not be able to eat this or that. Um, I must be intolerant to gluten. Maybe it's because you just overstuffed yourself. Like, yeah, if I eat a basket of bread, am I going to feel bloated after a basket of bread? Of course. It's not the gluten intolerance. You just overate.
1: Yeah, don't blame the bread.
0: If it's not the gluten, don't just avoid gluten if you don't have to. Try to figure out what it is and try to troubleshoot a little bit. Like for me, um, when I feel like, oh, that bothers me a little bit, I'm thinking, like maybe I can increase my digestive enzymes. See if that helps. Maybe you know, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's a specific ingredient that I had, or I had too much of something. Um, But at one point in time, I thought that I couldn't have olive oil. It would make me bloated, uncomfortable. Um, I would be so sad if I could couldn't eat olive oil. But it turns out I just needed some digestive enzymes. There you go. I needed some gut health situation going on. And once I corrected that problem with my gut health, I actually used the Inno, InnoSups Gut Restore. I can eat tomato sauce. I can eat olive oil and it's glorious. So yeah. don't automatically <clears throat> assume you have an intolerance either because then you might be avoiding foods that you don't really need to avoid. So that is true. That Very is true. it for today's coffee break, you guys. Thank you so much First for tuning one. in. If you want more stuff discussed or specific topics, and it can be about anything. It does not just have to be about weight loss, nutrition. It could be about literally anything. Let us know in the comments. We'd be happy to have a little coffee with you guys. Cheers, and we'll see you guys on the next one. See ya.